Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. The Rangers beat the Avalanche 2-1 in overtime. Panarin tied it at 11-17 of the third period, and then Lafreniere wins it in OT, his 13th of the season. As we update the scoreboard for Cougar Payton Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. Meanwhile, a minute 20 left in Toronto. It is the Islanders leading the Maple Leafs. 3-2. Uh, our next guest is checking in from Orlando, which is home to one of the best hockey team names, in my opinion, of the ECHL, the Orlando Solar Bears. But we're going to talk primarily football with this guy. <laughs> Edmonton Elks linebacker Tony Jones is on the line. Tony, my name's Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing good, boss. How you guys doing? Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, uh, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, Orlando Solar Bears. You ever been to a game? I'll throw that curveball at you. <laughs> Uh, I've been actually, uh, it was a while ago, but I've been to a game. So what is the sports scene? Uh, I know there's NBA, obviously. Tell us a little bit about the sports scene in Orlando. Uh, well, right now, you know, they just got done with the Pro Bowl, so they had the Pro Bowl over here in Orlando. Um, but honestly, other than that, I mean, that, that's pretty much, you know, what I've been, you know, looking and been to. But I've just been, you know, just out here grinding, getting ready for this upcoming year. Okay, awesome stuff. Well, and uh, let's start there. I, I want to get to know your your, your uh, history a little bit and your path through football, but let's start with uh, getting the one-year contract extension with the Elks. Uh, just tell me about that and what it means to you to avoid having to go through maybe the stress of free agency. Yeah, you know, you know, anytime, you know, free agency comes around, you know, it's kind of, you know, a stressful time. You know, you're trying to get, you know, what you want and you got to negotiate and do those type of things. But, you know, I always, you know, even when I talked with, you know, Coach Jones uh, before I left at the end of the year, you know, I wanted to be back on the team. And, you know, I believed in what he had going and, and, and in the future. So, you know, I wanted to be, you know, an elk. And, you know, my agent was uh, in contact with them. I actually had uh, lunch with Coach Jones and G-Roy when they were out here recruiting in Orlando. Okay, so obviously, uh, despite and hey, look, it was a tough season. It, it took you guys half the year to to win a game, and then there were some trials and tribulations along the way. But how do you look back on last year overall? You know, we just look back. You know, you know, we got to stay positive. We got to you know learn off the mistakes, and you know, at the end of the day, we got to go out there and execute the game plan. You know, anytime you you shoot yourself in the foot, you know, it's always hard to to win a game outright in the professional world, right? So, you know, anytime you kind of stub your toe out there, you know, it's kind of hard to get back in games like that. But, you know, with, with, with these signings and what we have going and building in the future, I believe, you know, Coach Jones and this year will be, you know, a big year for us. All right. In terms of – and I, I ask – if anybody who's listened to this show over the years knows I always ask American players this, but the reason I keep asking it is because I've gotten some really interesting answers along the way, sometimes unexpected. Uh, for you as a linebacker, biggest adjustment from uh, four-down football, size of the field, all that, to playing in the CFL? Uh, honestly, I, the biggest thing for me is honestly probably just, you know, just the size of the field, you know, at the end of the day, you know, football, you know, however many downs it is, but, you know, just really just 
it's different type of angles, you know, with, with how wide the field is. You know, teams can stretch the field, and, you know, you're going to have to pursue to the ball and stuff like that. So you're going to have to take correct angles and stuff like that. So, and also, you know, you got to be in top tier shape for, you know, to be able to run sideline to sideline. So that, that's the biggest probably thing for me. Okay. Uh, before you, and I think, I think you were with the Argos for a little bit uh, before you became an elk. Had you been to yes, Canada sir. before? Did you know about the CFL? Uh, actually, I barely, I didn't know, really know anything about the CFO. I mean, uh, my first time, you know, getting getting recruited out of Texas Tech, I was hearing, you know, a few things about uh, the CFO, and that's when I started looking into it. But, I mean, other than that, I, I, I wasn't very familiar with the CFO. Okay. Well... Uh, I'm sure you learned a lot, and you learned that in Edmonton you have to be prepared for any type of weather at any time. Though you had a pretty good, good the falling into the winter wasn't that bad this year. So <laughs> maybe you got to. Yeah, that's what that, that's what I that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed the cold snap of uh, minus 30 Celsius that we <laughs> that we eventually yeah, got. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that the other day. You know, I still have <laughs> you know some guys out there on the team that tell me all about it. And I'm like, hey, I'm out here in 70, 75 degree weather in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so a little different. So t- tell me a little bit uh, about growing up in Orlando. What, like, was it football right from when you were a little guy, or, or, or what sports did you get into? Oh yeah, I played. You know, I was a multi-sport guy. You know, I played. I was always in sports. I played football, basketball, and baseball. You know, those were the main three things. But you know, I always stayed consistent with honestly all three of those growing up. And then it just got to the point where it was just I had to choose. And you know, I was I, I played football since I was five years old and Pop Warner stuff like that. So you know, I just fell in love with the game and you know the process of what you got to do to get wins. So. You know, it was football at the end of, at the, end of the day. Uh, I don't know if there was a parent, a sibling, cousin, uncle, like who who got you uh, into football? Oh, yeah. Well, my mom, you know, my mom was a big big portion of, you know, keeping me in sports, keeping me, you know, focused on, you know, the bigger picture. So I always stayed, you know, on top of all, all the activities, you know, whatever it was. So, you know, other than that, you know, when I played, you know, Pop Warner, my coaches, you know, Altamari from Pop Warner and stuff like that, they would always, you know, tell me, hey, man, you got to be out here. You got to play for us and that type of stuff. So it, it always kept me locked in. Were you always a linebacker? I wasn't. I actually played running back and safety growing up. I was actually getting recruited to Florida State from uh, in high school before I broke my forearm for running back. Okay, so you were a running back initially. So, but like I always say, the smarter guys go to defense because they'd sooner hit than be hit, right? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I played, you know, I played running back. I played receiver, you know, just like, you know, mostly, you know, a lot of the guys that, you know, are playing professional play, you know, different positions like that. But, you know, I played both sides of the ball. You know, I see the pitcher. I see the pitchers from all different angles and all different aspects of, you know, whether it's safety, whether it's linebacker. But I really enjoy playing linebacker. I want to be in, you know, all the action. <laughs> okay, I got to ask you about something else. Uh, you were, I believe it was uh, a couple years ago, you can give me the exact season, you were an Iowa barnstormer in the indoor football league. Tell me about that experience. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, you know, fresh out of Texas Tech, you know, I was at the Rams minicamp, went to the L.A. Rams minicamp, and then ended up getting, you know, released. And then I went to, I didn't really, I didn't, I, I, I got a call from uh, Mike Davis, he actually you know played in um, 
Um, he actually coached for uh, Toronto a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, I got I got I started looking into it. He's like, man, you can come here and you know you come ball out and come play a year. You know we can get you keep keep you rolling and keep you healthy and get you to that next level. So you know I went there and I didn't I didn't really know anything about the AstroTurf. I brought football cleats and so my first day of practice and stuff like that when it's really you need turf shoes and stuff like that so I mean I picked that up quick um, I got defensive rookie of the year and I got a I made the all IFL first team linebacker so that was that was a good experience for me all right so well it's funny you you've played in a hockey arena even though you didn't identify hockey as one of the sports you grew up playing <laughs> no, you told me say one thing those hockey walls are undefeated <laughs> Yes, they are. Yeah, yes, they are. Are they padded or what do they do for those? Yeah, they have they have a little they have you know some a, a little light you know three inch pad on it. But other than that, I mean they fall off when, once you get rammed into it. I mean you might you know you got to think twice of you know how you hit somebody if they're close to that wall. All right, and tell well, and you mentioned how the angles change on the bigger CFL field. I mean, what about the angles on a hockey rink? It's only eighty five feet wide. Oh yeah, see that—that's the biggest difference. You know, those those angles, you can you can backdoor things, you can you can you can you can get to the ball carrier a lot a lot quicker. So you can do a, a lot of things you can't do in a field like you know the CFL field. You know, if you try to go backdoor on a block or something, this guy can you know can take it all the way to the sideline, and you're never going to get there. Rather than you know a smaller, shorter field where it's condensed to where, you know, maybe you can't take this back door and you can still make the play. Yeah, okay. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you do for a workout. What's a common day for you here in the off season? Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I stay, I stay on it. I stay, you know, I'm out here. I train at the Athlete Factory right now. Uh, I got four days with uh, with him over there with private training, you know, that type of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm – uh, Sunday is my off day mobility, but you know every day I'm mobility. I'll start the day with mobility, then I'll uh, head to the gym, get a workout in, and then I'll head to the athlete factory about a couple hours after my lift, after I have some food, and go do some speed work, some power work, and some agility stuff like that. And that's you know five six days a week, staying on top of it. Okay, awesome. Uh, I'll end with a fun one here since the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. I, I will put you on the spot. Who is your pick for the Super Bowl? Who's going to win it and why? You know, you, yeah, you know, I'm a Texas Tech Red Raider, so I'm going, you know, Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs all day, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Tony, this was great to get to know you a, a little bit. Uh, good for you for getting your contract done with the Elks. So you'll be back here for the 2024 season. Uh, I guess it's probably a couple months away before you're coming back up for training camp. The snow will be gone by then, I promise. I know, right? It's actually really nice by the time, you know, I got, I got there last year. It was pretty decent, you know. I could, I like that type of weather. But, you know, those winters, I'll be, I'll be headed back home to Florida. <laughs> yeah, you'll get the best of it for sure. Okay, thank you so much, Tony. All the best. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Tony Jones, linebacker for your Edmonton Elks. He has a uh, new one-year deal, as he was telling you about. He uh, avoids going to free agency. Interesting career, as uh, interesting path to pro football, as it often is for the American players who wind up in the CFL. Uh, I think a pretty good linebacker with some potential there, as he told you. Liked uh, being here last season. Felt uh, he clicked with uh, with Coach Chris Jones, and there we go. He is coming back. And, and like I was saying, keep an eye on Boris Beattie, uh, the kicker with the big leg. 
leg. It's It sounds like he's going to be in Edmonton Elk here pretty soon. All right. It is 745, uh, 780-496-0063 if uh, you want to get in touch as well. Tell you what, Kellen, uh, should we give away a canned ham T-shirt or two? I think so. I'm, all, right. all right, let's. I'll get a couple trivia questions ready here, and uh, we'll have people answer them live on air, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get to some of your texts and have some other. You fun. could be like Cletus and have a yeah, good Cletus, time with a can uh, have Apparently, Cletus. Just before we go to break, Cletus texts in. He uh, says the uh, Inside Sports Canham T-shirt provided by Elite Promotional Marketing is his official beer drinking shirt. That is a true honor. Yes, that is a true honor. Thank you, Cletus. All right. Uh, <laughs> Back for the last few minutes of Inside Sports. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chat. Well, a chance tomorrow for the Oilers to equal the longest winning streak in NHL history. That was 17 games done by the 1992-93 Pittsburgh Penguins. So we'll, we'll give away a couple of canned ham t-shirts. Uh, 780-496-0063. You can pick which question you want to answer if you're the first person to come on. So the 92-93 Penguins won 17 in a row. Here are the questions. Who was the head coach of the team? Probably the easier of the two. And then the second question who was the team's second-leading scorer in the regular season? Mario Liu had 160 points in 60 games, but who was their second-leading scorer? And I'll give a hint, it was not Yager. Okay? It was not Yarmir Yager. So if uh, you're the first person to try, you can pick which one you want, and then for the second shirt, the, uh, the contestant will have to answer the remaining question. So the 92-93 Penguins... Who was the head coach? I think that's pretty easy, especially if you were watching hockey at that time. Mm-hmm. Maybe for younger fans, wouldn't be as easy. And then who was the second leading scorer on the team after Lemieux? It was not Yager. He was actually fifth. Sound fair, Kellen? Do you know those? Do you think you know those? I think I know the answer to this, but uh, we, got both cont- of them? we got contestants lining up, so uh, I say let's give them a crack at it. Right? Okay, who do we have first? Let's go to Coach Al. He was the first person We're to doing this on so the flight. Coach Al, which question do you want to answer? The coach or the leading scorer, the second leading scorer? I think second leading scorer. Who was it? Kevin Stevens. You either have an incredible memory or you looked it up really fast. That's good. <laughs> no, I just have uh, a lucky guess between him and Ronnie Francis. Okay, <laughs> well, I can give him here. St- stay on the line because you're going right. to, I think people will love this. So, Lemieux, ha- I-, I meant like Mario Unreal. No, we know Rob Brown made him everything he was, but still. Uh, Kevin Stevens had 111 points and 177 penalty minutes. Rick Tockett was third. Are you ready for these stats? Yeah. Rick Tockett had 109 points and 252 penalty minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a really good team that year. <laughs> and then Ron Francis. I still think 
agree or disagree, Ron Francis, I think, is still an underrated player when people talk oh, about him. for sure. Yeah, I was going to say him if I didn't say Kevin Stevens. So he had exactly 100 points, and then uh, Yager had 94 points. Okay, Coach, I'll stay on the line because Kellen's going to get your info, but we got to do the other question here too. Uh, so the other question will now be for the 92-93 Penguins, who was the head coach? Do we have anybody, Kellen? We do. I'm going to bring in Dale, and Dale, okay. you go. You're live. Dale, Dale, I thought this was the easier of the two, so I hope I didn't freak you out by saying that. Who coached that Penguins team? Dale, are you there? I don't think he can hear me, Kellen. I don't think he's there, so... Okay, that's all right. We'll move on, and... Oh, okay, it's it's up for grabs. Officially up for grabs right now. We had two contestants... One of them won, and the other one didn't know he was on. 780-496-0063. Give me a text message or two in the meantime. Yes, for sure. In the meantime, while we wait for that to refill, I'll go with um, Sam, who texted in, who said, how many coaches have been sacked this year, and what is the record for a season, and who do you think is next? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, I, gotta, <laughs> I don't know the record. Most coaches fired in a season. NHL. Uh, okay, this season I think we're up to five. Woodcroft, Barube, Evison, DJ Smith, and McClellan. Am I missing one? I think it's five for this year. Oh, what is the record? My God. I, sh- I feel like I should know that. Maybe I did know it at some point and I can't remember. Um... Okay, what is this? I found an article here. Hmm. The, and I think it's nine for most in a season, 81-82, which in a 21-team league. Okay, unofficially, we're going to go with nine, so we're not there yet. <laughs> okay. And then he wanted me to know who the next one is going to be. Oh, my God. That's a little dark to predict that, isn't it? It is. It's not positive at all or anything. But uh, we got contestants for okay. the, uh, the trivia here, too. I'm going to send you to John, who's on okay. all, online here. So. That was a good one. Okay, John, 92-93 Penguins for a canned ham T-shirt. Who was the head coach? My only guess is Michelle Therion. That is a good guess, but he was not the coach that year. He came by a little bit later than 92-93. So we'll go to the next person. Kellen, who is it? Oh, Kellen's talking to somebody. Uh, we're going to go to Brian we're here. Do, we're, we're doing this Brian. on the fly, which I like doing. This is fun. Yeah, uh, okay, fun. Brian, who coached the 92-93 Penguins when they won 17 in a row? Uh, was it Scotty Bowman? It absolutely was Scotty Bowman. Now, do you remember that, or was it an educated guess? No, I, I knew that, and I even knew the Kevin Stevens question, too. So. I See, I wouldn't have known the Kevin Stevens questions. I would have guessed Yager, uh, but Kevin Stevens was a very prolific player. And you heard Tockett's stats, 109 points, 252 penalty minutes. So there yeah, you go. That was crazy. It was such a good team then. Yeah, and then David Volek knocked him out, and that paved the way for the Canadians uh, to win the Stanley Cup. And we haven't seen a Canadian team do it since. Brian, what, how are you feeling about the Oilers? Like, do you... Are you captivated by the winning streak? Are are you just glad they're playing better? I'm just wondering how you feel. Um, you know what? I I am super stoked that they're they you know that we're kind of living up to the expectations everyone had for them at the start of the year, and they've kind of gone through that funk. So um, I'm just going along for the ride. It's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, stay on the line, and Kellen will take your info. Okay. 
Okay, thanks. All right, so uh, Coach Al and Brian get the canned ham T-shirts, which they will wear with pride, or perhaps just drink beer with them, as Cletus does. Kellen, give me. I know you. Gotta, uh, are you talking to those guys? He's probably talking. Uh, I got, I got okay, about a minute. Do, I have you, a minute. We got to a talk minute to, to do a text message or two. Sure. I certainly do. Yes. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. First of all, Lanny and Sturgeon. I, I'm putting you, a lot of missed, work on you, Kellen. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Lanny and Sturgeon, you uh, missed sent a text here. Uh, it's great that you got dental coverage, but uh, okay. you know, whatever. Okay, let's not so, read his personal messages. Yeah, don't That's worry okay. about that. I think that was a mixed uh, <laughs> message there and that stuff. There was one from earlier that I wanted to hit on before the end of the show here and that stuff. And uh, uh, we're talking about uh, where was that here? I had it marked and I had it lost. I am sorry, folks. It's it's just it's it's, it's gone. lost forever. It's gone. It's, it's lost forever. And <laughs> okay. Texted it. I made you do a lot in the last few minutes. <laughs> Answer the phone calls. Give out the shirts. Keep talking. <laughs> text messages. That's uh, okay. Oh, Tyler DeFoley. That's what it was. The, uh, do you see the Oilers getting in on Tyler DeFoley? That's from Ryan. Oh, that's a good question, actually. We didn't bring him up uh, earlier today. Um... I would say that's less likely for me. Just because... Well, I guess we'll see what happens with the Devils, right? I mean... They're down a couple players because of the Hockey Canada stuff. Uh, what are they? Well, they're seven points out of the playoffs. That's a bit to make up. I, I, I guess I would say a little less likely for him. That's a good question, though. Mm-hmm. All right. We got to go. Uh, what can I tell you here? Who won that game? The Islanders did beat the Leafs 3-2. Rangers beat the Avalanche 2-1 in overtime. Oilers now at 5 tomorrow. Face-off show at 6.30. Game at 8. Oilers will try to tie the all-time league record for longest winning streak. Thanks for listening. If you bleed orange and blue, feel the pulse of the Oilers with 6.30 Chad, the official voice of your Edmonton Oilers. Keep it dialed right here for every game. Down the left wing, he'll shoot. And every goal. Featuring the phenomenal team of Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, Bob Stoffer, Reed Wilkins, and Rob Brown. Catch all the thrilling moments and post-game excitement only on 630 Chad, where Oilers' passion comes to life.